Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everybody out in the DC universe. Welcome to Straight Out of Gotham, episode seventy-eight. I got nothing. I got no Jersey seventy-eight. That's that's like that's like lineman territory. I got no numbers there. Sorry, I can't even think of one. Yeah, that's uh, you're, you're you know no luck there, guys. Sorry. If you're seventy-eight, uh, hit us up in the comments, and uh, we'll give you. Uh, if you're seventy-nine, hit us up in the comments. We'll shout you out next month or next week. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading over to BOF. Click drop. Click the drop down. Check out the other shows, tons of shows. There's like seven shows. It's insane. Uh, more than enough stuff to keep you guys occupied on the podcast feed. Uh, I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River. I'm a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I'm Peter Arvera, and today we're recording on June 4th, 2022. And as always, we have a great show for you today. Before we get into good stuff, I would like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, if you take the time to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and we read your review, you win a prize pack for the month. So it's a monthly contest. Uh, you'll probably get it two months later because I've been really slacking on mailing them out, a.k.a. Doug, it's on the way. <laughs> you'll get it eventually. But uh, we will read, uh, Doug is from two months ago. We also have a read uh, one from last month, May. Uh, so we have to do that. We'll do that next week. Uh, this way we'll wait for the, all the reviews to populate and everything. So just remember, rate, review the show. And uh, if we read it on air, you want a prize. So uh, you know, get to it. Now. Let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who has the record for most viewings of a superhero film in the history of the Massapequa Chinese theater. The man who has seen Captain Marvel five times in Mandarin, four times in French Canadian, three times in Ecuadorian and once in British English. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Holzman. Isn't Ecuadorian Spanish? It's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> All right. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm okay. I had I'm no okay. idea you had such a fancy tongue. What does that even mean? What are you doing this early? <laughs> what, what is going on? I'm just saying, you, you, can, uh, you, you can speak many languages. <laughs> or I guess you could listen to them. You can understand them. Maybe a better choice of words than a fancy tongue. What are fancy we doing? Tongue. You got a fancy tongue. What are we doing here? Talking. God. You've been talking to some people, haven't you? Anyway. Uh, just <laughs> taking attendance at the Mount Speak with Chinese Theater. Oh, man. Well, welcome, everyone. Yes, this is episode 78. Uh, wow, man. 78. Every time we give, do another one, I keep thinking mm. how far we've come. It's you. I mean, it's like, kind of wild. Save it for a hundred, Eric. I know. I, I will. I like, mean, don't get all emotional just yet. Like, oh, I'm not emotional. You're getting emotional. Not really. You had to take a breath. Well, I always got to take a breath. I have. have to you speak. were like, you know, 78. <laughs> Let me tell you about 78. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, here we go. <laughs> it was a good year. I was two years old. <laughs> it was a good it was year. A good year. 78 was a good year. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, man. So what's been going on? How have you been? 
Oh, just hanging out playing Nintendo. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my free time. <laughs> I know you've been busy. I know you've been busy. It feels like it. I feel like I have no time lately. It's very weird. You're not busy, but you're you're not that busy that you're like not watching the Yankees. I know that. Always, uh, yeah, they're usually on in the background. You're always putting up stuff on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, I'm, yeah. Related yeah, I, to the games when they're going. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, just keep up with it. So what what did you think of Colt's performance last night? Eric Cole's performance last night? That was pretty damn impressive. I think it's great. That was good. You know, it's, it's still the Tigers. You know, they're not like. Yeah, that's true. Know, it's not like he, they, he went to Dodger Stadium and shut out the Dodgers ratings. Sorry, sorry to our um, Detroit fans that were being, but you guys know the truth. Yeah, but, you know, it felt good to just destroy a team managed by A.J. Hinch. <laughs> that felt great. Um Yo, I feel, I keep thinking, I feel sorry for that city and their sports landscape right now. The Pistons look like they have a nice up and coming mm-hmm. team, but the Red, Red Wings, Wings yeah. the, the Tigers, the Lions. The Lions have been bad my whole life. I know. They've mm. been bad most of my life too. I used to love some of their players, but they've been they haven't been good. Like Barry Sanders, Megatron. Yes, Herman Moore. I was a big fan of Herman Moore back in the day. Mm. Um I know I'm forgetting someone on defense. I can picture his face, but I can't remember his name. Uh, but no, they've been, that franchise has been pretty sad for a while. And I shouldn't talk. I'm a Jets fan, so I really have no. I think the Jets are better than the Lions. Yeah, they've been, they've had more playoffs. They've at least been a win away from the Super Bowl. Yes. A couple times. Yes, three times. <sighs> but that's a painful memory. I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. So, there you go. So I want to give a quick thank you uh, to everyone who watched the Star Wars live stream on SOG tonight on Wednesday. I want to thank Nico Caruso again for joining me on that show. I had a mm. really fun time talking about Obi-Wan. Uh, that show started out slowly for me, but it re- by episode three, it really picked up. Is that going to be straight out of Alderaan? Is that what the name of the show is going to be? I don't know. It's too short of a series. It's only six episodes, so I don't want to... Well, straight straight out of Alderaan should just be Eric's Star Wars YouTube videos. That's what well, it should I'd, be. It should I have be to work on the shift. branding, I guess. Got to work on the branding and the the marketing for it. That's going to have to be something I have to do. But uh, I want to thank Nico for doing this too, because God knows I wasn't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's a good show, man. I'm sure it is. You know, I mean, I still, it's I gotta, a really good I'm show. I'm just sitting here waiting for Gotham Knights, bro. Uh, we'll go. Well, I guess we could start with that then. We will start with yes, that trailer. Now it's funny that we got Gotham Knights, the trailer for the show, and news on the video game kind mm-hmm. of in the same time period last week. They've been announced pretty much hand in hand, to be honest. There's yeah. nothing related. Well, that was the funny thing. They tweeted but, out after yeah. <laughs> after the trailer. The Gotham Knights video game tweeted out, there's no correlation. They're not the well, same. Well, I'm sure they're checking their hashtags and they better come up with a more creative one. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. All right. So let me let me just, I'll start with that trailer because I understand what the CW is and what they're going for. So from if I look at it from that perspective, it's very much in line with what they do. Agreed. So I don't have a problem with the trailer from that perspective. I understand that fans of the of the IP, why they feel the way they feel about it as well. So I see both sides of this story when watching this trailer. I understand both angles here. 
for me as a 45 year old man, that show, it is nothing for me. I know I'm probably not going to watch it. I might watch the first episode because if I don't, you probably won't let me hear the end of it. So I at least got to give it a shot. <laughs> you, you, you host a show called Straight Outta Gotham. You should watch, at least pay attention to the show that takes place in Gotham. Yes, it has the name <laughs> in the title. Yes, I understand. I understand. So I definitely will give it a shot at first. There have been plenty of trailers in my life that I thought were trash, and then I watched the thing, and it was actually very good. So this could be one of those times. I don't think that's going to be the case, but you never know. And I remember when the trailer for Titans dropped, Everyone hated it. Everyone's like, what are they doing here? And now I think Titans has a better, um, is looked at more favorably than it was when that first trailer dropped. So you never know what's going to happen. But Pete, I will let you speak on the trailer now because I know you liked it and you're down with this. So go ahead. I just, it's like you said, it fits in line with everything on the CW, right? It looks like network superhero television. Is this, did they pour the bank into this? No, but it, this is not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like people are acting like this is dog, just garbage. And I'm like, I, I get, it. it's a little weird. Cause the cast of characters is strange. You know, there's no real Robin. Who is this guy? Why doesn't Harvey Dent have his face scarred? If, if he's this far along to where Batman can be killed, like Joker's daughter, very very unique. So they try to separate themselves from the game. I think as much as possible, or the game, like it, it, they're totally different. Right. I'm curious to see what happens with it. I'm very curious. It, it just, it looks like a CW TV show to me. Oh, it definitely. just does. It, it looks, it, it doesn't look, it actually doesn't even look bad. Like that's why it's like for just the reaction is so absurd to me. And it's just like people shut themselves off from what could be not, I'm not saying anything Sopranos, but this is like, this is watchable TV. It's, it's bat based television. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm watching it. If this was about you take away all the Batman elements of the show. I'm not watching this. All right. That, if you well, make that's, this some, like some new show about a cast of characters in this city or whatnot, I'm not paying attention to this, but because you got like, because you're throwing in Harvey Dent and all this, and because I'm so curious as to like why, what's going on in this world that all these weird creative decisions have been made. Like, I'm like, I'm just curious. I'm like, well, okay. Like, I don't know. To me, it's just, it's just interesting. I can't judge it yet. It's just, I, I'm just, I haven't seen much. This is all I got. Like, all right, let's see what this is about. Right. I, I mean, I think the thing this trailer did, which is good for the show is at least, gauge spark interest whether good or bad right like it's either going to spark interest in people who oh this looks interesting or spark interest in people say oh this sucks i really need to see what's going on like it's going to do both i think mm -hmm. um because of the reaction but everyone has an idea of what gotham knights are in their head and that's not what they got from this trailer so that's what i think is causing all the problems um i don't know Again, I'll watch it. I mean, it's weird. I, I I can't argue. Like this is not. These are not the people. These are not the characters I would have centered the show around. You know, it's a very odd cast of characters. But at the same time, there's enough of it in there to keep me curious. You know, I don't know. Like, do I expect this to be great? No. Like, I, I, you know, it is different. I'll say that it's it's definitely different. I don't and think it'll be any. I think it'll be on par with season three of Batwoman. Okay. 
I think it'll just, I think I, I I don't think it'll be any better. Uh, uh, could it be worse? Possibly, but I think it'll be it'll be like it'll. Be, I honestly think it'll be decent, serviceable enough for me to watch once a week. And that, that's all they want. That's yeah, all they like want. That's it. Like, I'm not saying this is going to be like the next big. Th- this isn't going to be Doom Patrol season one. This isn't going to be Watchmen. This isn't going to be uh, Hawkeye. You know, it might not is, even be Arrow or Flash. It, but yeah. Oh no, it may not. It may not. But this may this may rival closer. Like I don't know, or maybe like I see Batman. I don't remember. I didn't really pay too much attention to Legends, but I I just get strong vibes that this is going to be very Batwoman esque. Well, I mean, it feel I feel like it's replacing it. So, well, it's it's written by the same person. It's Natalie Abrams, right? So she's spearheading this. There we go. So we'll see. Uh, but I agree with you. I think the reaction to it was over, was just over the top. I don't. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I didn't particularly care for it, but it's not. And people, but people are acting like this is going to totally destroy the brand. Kind of like how you were with Gotham, but we won't go there right now. It's going <laughs> to. Totally destroyed the brand. Um, and like I say, all the time. Gotham, if, but see, it's what Gotham did. Like, this isn't teasing the rogue. You know, like, Goth, I think Gotham is worse in general because it, it teases things that just, this is just an odd cast of characters. Gotham was a, just, just a disrespectful treatment of characters. I think people would say the same thing, though, about Gotham Knights. So that's. They haven't seen it yet. I know. I, I, very, I very, I very well may say that myself. Right. But I can't say that now. I see this trailer. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you know, the Batman dying concept seems to be pretty popular. Batman dying has replaced Superman being evil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the way they're going. Uh, or Batman just not being there. Yeah. You know, you know that was the in print, thing, the so. Justice League is dead. If you're not reading books, spoiler so, alert. There you go. But yeah, you're right. I, I def, Give it a shot. I really don't think it's going to harm the brand. And I always say if it brings more people to the brand and then they start reading or watching other things, then that's that's great. That That's a good thing. We'll see. So, so we'll see how it goes. But it's out there, guys. I know I don't even have to say if you haven't seen it because I know people who listen to the show have all watched it. <laughs> so you've already seen it and made your thoughts known. Uh, so whatever. Just ch- let's just chill on the reaction. Whatever. <laughs> let's just chill on the reaction for a bit. That's all. Let's just, I just calm back. down. All right. So there's been a couple other trailers that were released. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is so refreshing and it's a nostalgic type of thing, but it's been gone for a while. It's coming back in the movie format on Paramount Plus, And I'm talking about the Beavis and Butthead uh, movie. Now there was a little teaser trailer released uh, it is a hundred percent them. That's the best thing about it. They're, they didn't they didn't conform to any kind of current norms or societal norms. They just that is the Beavis and Butthead trailer. That is who the characters have always been, and I'm so happy they're doing this. It's very refreshing. Uh, so, Pete, your thoughts on the Beavis and Butthead trailer? I loved it. I thought it was great. It was completely immature and stupid and hilarious and. I really think that's what we kind of need right now. Like it's right. just something so dumb that we can laugh at. And that's what Beavis and Butthead is. That's what they're advertising as, right? The dumbest science fiction movie ever made. Ever made yes. So I can't wait to see this. Um, I love it. 
Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I got to figure out what I do. I have Paramount Plus. How do I get it? Maybe I can borrow somebody's. I do want to watch it, so um, I'll check it out. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited. I thought the trailer was great. Uh, they definitely did not uh, change. Yeah, they, they're the same they have always been, and I appreciate that. So the crude uh, humor, really excited. Yeah, the crude humor is there. Uh, some of the famous interpret or characters that they played, like Cornholio, you get a little bit of Cornholio <laughs> to see Cornholio. <laughs> in action again i was like oh wow that just brought such a smile to my face he teepee from my boom hole <laughs> yep so yeah. for all the beavis and butthead fans out there you're gonna i think you're gonna love this regardless of what anyone else thinks i'm hoping that this brings new people into it as well uh especially teenagers that's because that's the time i was exposed to it so i'm hoping that we get that kind of it was mtv thing. right yeah it was mtv, yeah, MTV. Yep. i remember i used to watch a lot of daria i still watch daria, daria. Yeah, I, yeah i mean i haven't watched they it they started while, on tracy ullman you yeah. some butt had started on the tracy ullman mm-hmm. show and then the same thing with the simpsons they started on tracy ullman so crazy when you think about that those two friends especially the simpsons who have been around now for what I know. 40 years almost. I don't know. They got like 177 seasons. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but there you go. These things resonate for some reason. So they're just well made. That's what it is. All right. So we have one more trailer and we're going to shift gears to Disney. Disney, as you know, through the years have been de- taking a lot of their animated films and doing live action versions of it. And now we are getting Pinocchio. Uh, we got a little bit of a teaser, I want to say, a couple months ago, which was like, I think, 20 seconds, where you just kind of saw the workshop. Yeah, it was Jimmy Cricket. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Cricket. Yep. Well, now we have a little bit longer. It's definitely a teaser trailer. You get to see Tom Hanks' G- Geppetto. Mm. You see Jiminy Cricket. You see a little bit of Tinkerbell. Um, that's not Tinkerbell. What am I talking about? I'm getting my IPs mixed up. Yeah, I said Tinkerbell at first too. I did it myself. Uh, it's the she's the um the fair Cynthia Revo plays her. I can't remember her name. Yeah, she's, she's in it. Uh, <laughs> I so said yeah, Tinkerbell too. I know. I that's what, but I'm wrong. That's Peter Pan. Sorry. Uh, I if Andy did you know was listening to this, I apologize, dude. I I totally blanked out. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, so it was pretty cool. And I'm not. This is not. I haven't loved all the the live action Disney stuff. Cause mostly because I just don't think they were necessary, but um, this one's pretty cool. I'm kind of over Tom Hanks a little bit too, but it's fine. Yeah, he's always a solid actor. He's, he's great. Technically. Um, if you really think about it, I, there's very few movies he's done that have been bad. Uh, so I guess, you know, he's one of those guys that's kind of a bankable guy if you want something like this, but it kind of gave you the, all the elements you'd want to see. And the CGI doesn't look that bad. So no, they're cool. They look fun. Um, I actually have been enjoying these live action movies. I loved Aladdin. I thought that was awesome. Aladdin was good. Yeah, I really was a big fan of that movie. Uh, I, I'm excited to see this. Uh, I thought everything looked great. Uh, I'm very curious. I can't wait to see. Like it's for me, these are kind of like refreshing. You know, the cartoon will always be the anime movie will always be like the king, but this is just fun for me. It's they don't overdo it. You know, it's not like. Where someone could say, "Oh man, another Batman movie," or you know, like it's like, "Oh, oh, Pinocchio." Okay, right. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's been a while. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's like I'm excited for it. And like I said, like uh, was was Aladdin the last one that came out? I can't remember. I think, or was there one in between? No, Beauty and the Beast came out after Aladdin. I enjoyed that one as well. So yeah, yeah, Beauty and the Beast was pretty good. I enjoyed uh, that one. I, guess. I always have issues with them casting actors who can't sing and. That was my problem with Beauty and the Beast, but well, you you as a champion vocalist, <laughs> I don't know about all that. 
Well, you were. You I didn't you make a, it to like the 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 semi elimination finals of uh, American Idol? I made it to the second round. The second round, yeah. So so yeah. I never. I never was never on TV, but I did. Make no, it. but you you you've met Simon. I could explain the process to people. It's kind of boring, but there's that's there's not boring. You that's your life, bro. There's multiple levels of of auditioning before you get to see it on television. That's and Eric went to the, the the final. He he was like I was the, the level the before. Yes, I met the yeah, producers. So yes, I met the executive. He's incredible. The he's a champion of Long Island. Oh God, I'm not. He's really Eric was almost on American Idol. Oh. Well, Rick Shue was almost Superman. He once was Superman. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sorry, Rick. I forgot. I meant in Superman Returns. Oh, he did. Well, he he met yes. with uh, Singer personally. I believe yes. they had a casting meeting. Yeah. So there you go. On the couch. But so yeah, guys, check out the Pinocchio trailer. I uh, again, and let us know what you think because it's you know these things have been hit or miss for me, but this one looks like it could actually be a hit. So I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to it now. I really didn't care, but I'm kind of interested now. So we'll see see where that goes and uh, talk about it later. Sticking in the Disney world, we're going to stick here now. The movie Tron, back when I was little, I think it came out in 81 or 82. I don't remember. That sounds about right. Yeah. but You were born in 46? <laughs> nice. <laughs> 76. You're only 30 years off. It's fine. Uh <laughs> But um, I remember when it came out when I was a kid, it was like really groundbreaking for what they did and how, yeah. they, how it was shot and all the futuristic elements that it had. Uh, it was kind of a, a harbinger for what was going to come in film after that. I didn't know at the time, but it really was kind of groundbreaking for, for the time it came out. And then in 2015, they came or was it 20? Wait, it was before that. I forget when the second one came out, but it took a while. Yeah, it didn't come out until, obviously until the, the I think it was the early 2010s. So Tron 2 came out and it didn't do that well. It wasn't that much of a hit. It was called Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, it. It earned around 400 million worldwide when you think about well, wow, that's not. 2010 it came out. Okay. So when you think about that, you know, 400 million worldwide nowadays you're kind of like, "Oh, that's whatever." That probably barely broke even. But it didn't it didn't resonate with people i think as they thought it would but there were still talk um about creating a third one and joseph kasinski who just recently directed top gun maverick who's having all the success recently spoke about it um and he talked about his idea for tron 3 um it was say he said instead of human characters being sucked into the video game world the video game world would bleed into the real world and the film would be about the blending of the two now, that sounds like a pretty cool concept Sounds like computer invasion. Yes. It was going to be called Tron Ascension. Uh, So that would have been the third one. But it didn't happen because at the time, Disney had just bought... um, It was before Disney bought Marvel Marvel and and Lucasfilm to do, obviously, the MCU and Star Wars. And then when they finally did, they kind of were like, yeah, we don't need this product anymore (laughs) because they focused everything on... Which Those is a two. bummer because I thought Legacy was so visually I thought it was just as visually like, you know, pioneering. I was like, wow, like some of the stuff they did with the with the bikes and the discs and the suits were just really remarkable. Um that movie really like from a production like um set piece standpoint really is very impressive. And really kind of like more than enough reason to watch it. Like it's a pretty cool story. And I mean, I'm a sucker for Jeff Bridges. Like I he's like one of my favorites, so like 
I'll see him in anything. It doesn't really matter what it is. Like, I just, I love Bridges. So, like, I was like, I was sold for this. And this is, uh, Legacy actually got me to watch the original. I actually watched Legacy first. I didn't know about the original. So, I had to do, like, some backwards research. And I found out about it. And my cousin told me about it. And I watched it. And I was like, really? This is it? And then I was like, and then I watched two of them. I was like, oh, wow. I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. And then I was hooked. And I was like, and then, you know, it never, three never happened. But I really like, uh, I really like Legacy. I might actually watch it. I haven't watched it in a long time. You might, you know, you gave me the itch, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to watch it now. Well, it's been kind of, it's, it's still kind of been talked on and off of since then. Uh, I know Jared I think they Leto. I could still do it too, you know, to be honest. Like, yeah, I know Jared Leto had recently been involved in creating of it, of Tron 3. Um, I wonder he, what his Tron 3 is going to be. That's interesting. So I don't know. But it's, he, it was interesting to hear Leto was involved in it. Like, I guess so. This is the type of like niche stuff I feel like Leto would like doing, even though he just did Morbius. But like, yes. he's a weird guy. Uh, Reno's favorite actor. Um, so <laughs> it's just interesting. I mean, so I mean, I guess Reno's really pumped for this now that Leto's attached to it. <laughs> He's probably put on his like white like shirt and pants and gone to I've the never beach. I don't I don't know if I've ever spoken to him about Tron. So that would be I think we might have, but I don't Well, he just liked anything with Leto attached to it, you know, it's just It's weird because he really did he said he really did like his part in in um, Blade Runner Suicide Squad, yeah. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, that that's, that's 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 our buddy, so man. That's that's it's good old Reno just hanging out in Quebec. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but we'll see what happens. Shout out to Reno. Yes, always. One of my favorites. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But that is a very, uh, that is something I would actually be be for. I wouldn't mind seeing a third one. I'm down. I'm down. Imagine what it would look like today. Whoo, that movie would be crazy. Yeah, even since 2010, there's been advancements. So it'd be cool to see what they were, they'd be able to do uh, with all the technology that they have now. And, uh, see how that works because that would be that'd be a nice little um surprise since because i really didn't think we were going to get a third but the fact that they're still talking about it fingers crossed yes so speaking of sequels uh was going to stick in disney we'll switch to the mcu for a little bit uh everyone i know pete you and i really enjoyed hawkeye we thought it was a very very good Mm -hmm. uh unlimited series yeah and the thought was it was just going to be a one-off Jeremy Renner wasn't going to come back. He didn't. They, they were going to hand off to Haley Steinfeld, uh, and she was going to take on um, the role of of Hawkeye going forward. Kate Bishop, the Kate Bishop version, mm-hmm. uh, but that might not be the case. Uh, there, there's been recently there have been leaks that originally they were going to submit this for Emmy, the Emmy consideration under limited series, which means you can't have. It's not going to have a sequel, but now they changed it to putting into a comedy. The comedy category, which I didn't think the show was the comedy, really, but whatever. Oh, I found it pretty funny. It has funny moments, but I, I definitely would say it's more an action, an action um, adventure show than than a comedy. But if this leads to us getting a second season and everyone wants to come back, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so I don't care what category it's in. I liked it, so uh, if I'm down, I mean, if they're if they're down, I'm down. So let's uh, let's get season two out there. I thought Bishop was great, and the girl who played her. Um, Clint, obviously, uh, Renner was fantastic. Uh, great to see Kingpin back. I liked everything with the Russians. Or they were were they Russian? I forget what they were. Yeah, they were Russian. The Russians. I thought that stuff was great. Uh, I liked how down you know down to earth it was, low key, even for you know MCU stuff. So, uh, big fan of that. Big fan of the dog. Uh, really enjoyed everything. Um, I, I, there's like it's 
oh, it's tough because like it's probably up there for me with Falcon Winter Soldier, right? Like I love Falcon Winter Soldier, but I, I think I, I Hawkeye's up there for me. It might be my it, if it's not number two, it's one B. You know, like it's up there, man. Hawkeye was more of a surprise for me at it being so good. I didn't expect I did, it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect it like as much as I did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I always liked. I know people. A lot of people don't like Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. I always have. Why? So I don't know. Don't He's ask. He's a mask. Which no but I always liked him. So I was like, oh, at least we're going to get a continuation of a story that really focuses on him. Mm-hmm. And which is, and then when I watched it, I was just surprised at how good it was. The chemistry between him and Kate was fantastic. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so it was very well done. And then we got, of course, we got the surprise of having D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk back in this world. Mm-hmm. And so now we know we're getting a Daredevil series. So that's probably going to tie in there. And then we're getting Echo. Alakwa Cox played Echo. And she's right. getting her she's own cool. spinoff series. So there are th- things coming from this show. There we but, go, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. But if we're going to get a second season with these two, bring it on. Yeah. I'm happy. I'll be happy with that. Cancel Loki. Give me more so, of this. We're already getting a season two of Loki. I know. <laughs> Trash juice. So, uh, sorry, Pete. But. All right. Kind of stick it in the MCU, but not really. Uh, I have no idea. Marvel. Lover. How this, it is Marvel. Yes. It's still a Marvel uh, property, but it's a Sony Marvel property. And I have no <laughs> idea how this works anymore. But. We have another casting for Madam Web. Oh. <laughs> okay. So Isabella Merced is said to be joining the cast with mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson and mm-hmm. Sydney Sweeney and Celeste O'Connor. Uh, they're all going to be um, taking part of this Madam Web movie. Now, we just had another story. I think it was Celeste O'Connor last Celeste show. Celeste was the last casting. Yeah. <laughs> so they seems to be these things seem to be coming um very fast, which yeah. you know, to to me is always well, a good I, sign. Let's get it going. I'm ready to see what this movie's all about. Um, I talked to Nico. I believe he said she's the next Kristen Stewart. So that's great to hear. I mean, she's just going to really be just a powerhouse actress. So uh, I really lean on Nico when it comes to these casts. He's he's my uh you know he's all about the Hollywood scene. No one follows better than he does. Uh, so he knows these people. I only know capes. He knows everybody. But I, uh, so he was telling me good things. And uh, so I'm pumped, you know, I'll see what this is about because obviously I love, you know, I love me some old woman web. We'll see what she's got. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do. And, you know, I just, I just want to see something like, not like set pick, but like, I want to know, you know, how, what this movie's going to look like. What is it about? I just know, you know, they've got a, they're getting their cast together. So just sitting here waiting for a trailer or teaser i'm sorry or some kind of photo of madam web or something i don't know maybe is she hanging out with tom mcguire andrew garfield tom holland like who's going on uh is this a multiverse movie is this just a spider-verse movie like what's going on here with madam web so just uh i got nothing but questions but cool like all right cast away but uh <laughs> i want to i want to see something i'm curious yeah it's um I don't know much about her. I honestly have never seen her in anything. She's a beautiful girl. I'll say that. Beautiful young lady. But she's Eric. But I can't say someone's beautiful. No. Yes, I can. You can't do that. You're canceled. Whatever. Um, Eric's canceled. I'm taking up a show straight out of Peter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that Pete. Did you really just say that? Oh God, I can't believe you just said that. And you said, I'm getting canceled. That's great. 
That is perfect. <laughs> Eric's canceled. So she has been in other things recently, though. She was in the Father of the Bride remake. Um, or she will be in the Father of the Bride remake with Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan. I just see that. I'm very curious. So she's also filming the lead role in Turtles All the Way Down. Is that a that. Ninja Turtles movie? No, Pete. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Pete, just... not everything is superhero related. <laughs> I was curious. Not everything is comic superhero related. What is it about, though? Is it about turtles? I don't know. It was a novel. Where are they going? Are they going down to Vegas? Are they going down to Atlantic City? I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> Where are the turtles Couldn't going? tell you. But that's, that is something I'm sure Nico would know. So if he's when he <laughs> listens to you, he can let us know what's going on. Nico, where are the turtles going? <laughs> <laughs> They're going all the way down. Wherever that is, I have no idea. All right. So moving right along, let's switch houses now. Because uh, a lot has been going on in the world of Warner Brothers and Discovery. and But we can't, I feel like we can't have a show re- lately without talking about Ezra Miller. So <laughs> let's dive back into this topic that just keeps on giving. Hello, now, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> there's been so much speculation about what's going to happen with the flash because of obviously with his legal troubles going on and what the studio, where they want to go. And apparently all of that is just crap <laughs> because he's not going anywhere, guys. Let's just kind of put that out there. I mean, we've been saying this for a long time. Yeah, most normal people have. It's hard to replace when the movie's completely finished. It's not like they're in the middle of production. The movie's done. We know it was done because it was supposed to come out. And he's playing like three roles. Yes. <laughs> he's playing three different versions of himself. Right. So it'd be really hard for the studio, not only difficult time-wise, but money-wise, to have to do this. Uh, I understand everyone's feelings about um they... And where what's going on there, but I mean, he's just it, it, you think, just think logically, and you can tell that that's it's just not going to happen. Grant Gustin is not going to come in and take place, take the role away. See, and- this is kind of honestly though, like I kind of wish they went about the whole Amber Heard thing the same way they're going about Ezra Miller, like just like just release yes. the movie. She's Mara, she's not. We can recast her in the next movie, and they can recast Ezra. Like, but like, just give us what we got. She, he's, and I remember one article we shared a bunch of articles on this topic on social. Yes, media. we have. One article was just like he's still so under the radar that no one knows who he is. And I remember I was saying that myself. I was like, who the hell knows who Ezra Miller is outside of fandom? Yep, because he's in two his Harry Potter movies have not been popular. Yeah, and but neither still... have his Flash movies. Right, but that's but that's what you're. I'm saying if you're not involved with Harry Potter, yeah, and you're not involved with the DC universe, you're not going to know who he is. Even so, uh, like, isn't his Harry Potter like such a side character? He has one of the main characters in the Fantastic Beasts okay. story, uh, but, but apparently, like, they're not concerned about it. They th- apparently the movie is very good. Right, it's so good that they're not worried about it at all. Which right. makes me the- worried about Aquaman. And the other thing is. It's not like coming Amber out. Her trial was just so now. big; they can't escape it. Like they can escape Miller. Well, who cares? I, I mean, honestly, 
I'm, I didn't just think she... I just don't want the movie to be affected by, I don't want the quality of the movie to be affected by their personal lives. Cause that's think, just like, like, it just sucks. It's like, oh, God damn it. Like you did something stupid. And now the fans have to pay. It, it, I, I guess it's kind of like a whiny fan thing, but it's like, you know, like, I don't know. You can't control what they do outside of here. Bring in a better actress for Am- than for Mira. I, I, that's fine. If you want to do that, I'm just saying don't cut her roles and make the movie less than what it is because of her stupidity or because of her in whatever, because of her toxic relationship, you know, Miller's more of a stupidity thing, but I just wish they were treating them the same way, but they're not. Well, the the main, the other difference is he is the flash and she's not Aquaman, right? Like she's, she's important to the story. Yes, but she is not the lead. She's even more minor than him. Like, you know, so I don't know. It's crazy. This, this, I just I'm tired of people immediately hearing the accusation, jumping in and saying cancel them right away. They, like not hearing all the facts, not waiting to get all the details. That's the biggest thing that bothers me. And Eric me. knows this is someone who's been canceled. <laughs> I have never been canceled. At least you were just least, canceled five minutes ago. Yeah, but you don't count. So, I do count as a co-host <laughs> of the show. I count. You're canceled. Get out. At least to my knowledge, I have not been canceled. You've been canceled too, though. Straight out of Peter. Anyway, <laughs> that is yet to be canceled. No one's canceled me. <laughs> I just you did. can't cancel me. I've already canceled you. I can cancel you. You back. can't double cancel. Oh, you can. No, you can't. You can't. It's a double that. negative, which then restores us back to normal status. So, see, that's what happened. I just fixed it all right now. Like the flag as remote. Yes, I just went back in time and fixed everything. Use this cancel. I'm there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, relax, guys. Again, we've talked about this before. We have a whole year still until this movie comes out. And this movie's going to kick ass and it's going to be great. We're going to have Affleck in it. We're going to have Keaton in it. We're going to have a Flash movie. You know, who no one knows what this movie's about other than Barry Allen trying to save his mother's life and he screwed everything up. So it's a t- it is a Flash movie. That's that's what the Flash does. They've they've made <laughs> they've gone 9 seasons of TV with him doing that. So yeah, that's the Flash. So let's do it. I'm ready. I'm excited. Like I don't care. Just you know, I, I just Ezra, just don't do anything dumb for another year. Please stay like home. Right. He has so <laughs> Ezra, much. Please stay home. There's so much time for Miller to to to, to rehabilitate his image. It's like well, he could also crazy. destroy it too. Like he could go out and do something. Yeah, completely but reckless. let's cross our fingers. Cross our fingers. It's been like a month and a half. And we haven't we haven't had any new incidents. So cross your fingers. Oh, poor guy. That he that can't this get out happens. Of way. That you know, uh, but yeah. So, all right. The other big story, and probably the bigger story, going on um, is what's going on with with the WB media side of things since Discovery bought it. Uh, Pete and I have been talking about it for weeks now. Uh, little things have coming out have been coming out um, here and here and there. Most recently, it was probably the uh, the news that Toby Emmerich uh, will no longer be heading up. Um, the DC media division, but he technically, I don't know if I call it being fired. He wasn't fired. He was just kind of demoted and he got his own film no, he, deal. I, I don't think he, I don't think he was fired. I think the only people like proclaiming this evict out of victory are like the zaddy <laughs> morons, you know, that people for some reason still follow. Um, right. I, I really just, I think he just saw the writing on the wall and was like, you know what? I've been through this how many times already? And he's still on the lot. Like they gave him like a, uh, what, like a picture deal or whatever. Yeah, they like gave he still got production like, deal. Yeah. He didn't get fired. 
<laughs> no. I, I believe he just kind of was like, I kind of want less of a role. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Zaslav seems to be the type that wants to be very hands on. And I don't think that, yeah. that vibes with Emmerich's kind of style. Because so he's, he's probably- been with New Line for how long now? He's seen at least like four of these like corporate change of hands. Well, yeah, he's and you know, I remember one of them was like one article was like he's kind of been like the Teflon employee. He survived each one, and he's just and he's like and it's and the art. What I found really interesting because the article was like he's the most likable guy. And I was like, <laughs> I laughed because I'm like, Zaddy, where you at? You know, like where where are all the morons? <laughs> like uh, you know, so it's like I was like, this is so funny. Like it's the most likable guy, and then like I don't know, like. Doofus yeah, Digital is probably saying something stupid right now. It is kind of crazy that they were just constantly any like little negative thing they read, they immediately go to that <laughs> to that place. So like they dumb. can't read something and just say, "Okay, this is yeah. just a like, like a strategic he decision." He didn't get fired. He's still no. on the lot. Exactly. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, he wants to copy Disney. Zaslav wants to copy Disney. Well, yeah, he wants, he wants to, like this three tiered structure. Everyone yes. reports to him. He basically wants to be Bob Iger. Yeah, right. There's, what I did find interesting throughout all these articles is that not only does Feige lead Marvel TV and, and film, he he's in charge of publications and print. Yep. yep. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I guess anything wanna- with a Marvel logo that gets distributed like content wise and media wise comes through Kevin Feige's office. Yeah. He's, he controls the entire Marvel catalog of everything. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It, it creates for continuity. Uh, I mean, that's probably what it is. That's probably why they want to do it. They want to keep, and that's what Zaslav said when he took over for him to PC. keep an eye on everything that's going on in, in print is insane, dude. I know. They have I read so many titles, dude. Yeah. There's so many titles. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. I don't either. I'm sure he has people helping. I get it, but so that, that's it's just like wow to be the overseer of that. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. Um, and he kind of wa- and so Zaslav kind of wants to have that structure, and he he brought in these two people from MGM and yeah, um, Michael DeLuca one- and Pam Abdi. And DeLuca apparently at uh, one point had a similar job within Warner Brothers and was very. Yes. Uh, popular and responsible for things like Seven, Lord of the Rings. Apparently, was his idea as well. Um, yes, you know, he was and, the yeah. He was the guy. He didn't get credit for it, but he was the guy who kind of set up mm-hmm. what happened with Lord of the Rings. And and, and it's like, look, he's just like anybody else in Hollywood. He got he had a great hot streak. Then he had a cold streak that cost him his job, and now he's back where he started from. Like you know, <laughs> he says, yeah. So I, they everyone talks about how smart he is and. Mm-hmm. You know how what what a um, so we'll see what happens. A star he's always been in this in the play in this space. So I don't know obviously all the ins and outs of Hollywood. I wish I did because I think it'd be a fascinating thing. But he's they, he's Zaslav clearly has a. Everyone says they don't have a plan. Look, he has a plan. I think he's got a plan. You, again, you just don't know what it is. So it's right. I mean I, and I don't. I mean you're also talking about different regimes. That was right. one regime. This guy has a plan, and it's. It's, it's not starting no, to change anybody, shape. Yeah, it's just you, you'll find out what it is soon enough. Yeah. So I'm I've been like I said, I think on last show, I've been kind of worried about well, what's gonna happen with some of our titles that we want to see. Uh, because he like we've spoken about this before, he seems to be focusing more on film 
and what's ever going to streaming and HBO Max, he doesn't seem to want to uh, really develop that much anymore. HBO Max is not a concern to this guy. So it doesn't seem like it, it is at seem all. To be, whereas so. the previous regime was all about pushing HBO Max. Yes. Yes, you're right. So we'll see what happens. Uh, what that means for us probably means just more movies, less shows. Yeah. So I would, I, I, again, like Batgirl, we expect Batgirl to... Uh, theatrical. Yeah, go theatrical. What I am concerned about is what does this mean for things like Doom Patrol, Titans... Is this Green Lantern show possibly never getting made? Um, I don't know. Do they want to do TV? Like, is he trying to get out of the CW stuff as well? So, like, I don't know what it is, but, you know, it'll be fascinating to see it all unfold. Yeah. Like, we know the CW is being sold. So, yeah, we need to see how that works out with what's going on with um, with the overall, obviously, Warner Brothers slate. Because it's what? It's Warner Brothers pictures it's new line it's dc obviously filmed, well it's and then it's animation. warner brothers new line and then it's like warner brothers animation and then it's and like then, dc or something like that yep so those you know, yeah there's like warner brothers warner brothers dc so it seems like he's isolating dc yeah i mean like you said he looks he's looking at what feige did at marvel and he wants the same kind of success and i just funny because for years everyone's like no we're not copying more of I'm like, ah, like, so you guys don't, you guys don't know what you want until you get it. But that's exactly what they've been trying to do from the beginning. That's exactly why it failed because they wanted to get there so fast, copy Marvel and get there so fast. That's why that version. It's funny because they didn't copy Marvel. No, you're right. They should have done the solo films leading up to the team up. You're right. They didn't, but that's they what they wanted Marvel. to do. They did one solo film and they did two team. Then they did like three team ups in a row. No, two team ups. BVS is a team up, Suicide Squad's a team up, then they did Wonder Woman, and then they did another team up. And the solo film, the best one out of it was Wonder Woman. Yep. And it's and it's funny, after Justice League, we always talk about this, they've kind of been on a steady streak of pretty good films. So mm-hmm. that was the, always the way to go. And it they the old regime just sucked. I mean, there's no other way to put it to say it. Kevin Sushihara, whatever his name Sujara, is. Yeah, Sujara. he was a dirtbag. Terrible. So, but we're past that point. It's just still going to be very interesting to see uh, how this plays out in the end with mm-hmm. what's going on there. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm usually not, I usually don't care as much about this stuff, but this is very interesting. So I'm, I'm going to, we're going to definitely keep an eye on it and stay close with it and uh, keep bringing the information to people because that's what we like to do. So I want to talk about just the phenomenon. I know you haven't seen it yet, so we don't have to, we're not going to get into the talk uh, about the movie itself or review the movie, but Top Gun 2 is heading for an $85 million second weekend. It's only a 33% drop from weekend one, which is unheard of. Like that's just incredible. Uh, I don't know why anybody's really surprised. Tom Cruise is like the true last, like last true, like old school movie star. Like I, you know, like and this is a title that everyone's really loved. And you know, like when was Tom Cruise's last bad movie? The Mummy, probably. Yeah. So he 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 gets a stinker every once in a while. Like uh, I'm not surprised by this. To be really honest, this is this is just this movie deserves all the credits again. I've never seen it, but it seems to be just the typical classic summer blockbuster yeah that's how i reviewed it when i uh did my quick review afterwards it's it literally checks off every box 
that you want in a summer blockbuster. Yeah. It has action, it has romance, it has comedy, it has everything you could want uh, to go sit and watch a movie for two hours, eat some popcorn, drink some soda, and just escape for a minute. And the fact that when you watch it and you know that they're really flying, like Tom Cruise is really in the plane, uh, just things like that, the stunts that they did, and, and it's it really is an immersive experience. I told you I saw it in 4DX. So I even had more immersive experience because I was like, my chair was moving. <laughs> Water was shooting out at me at certain points. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, and I suggest anyone who goes to see this movie, see it in some kind of format like that. IMAX, Dolby, 4DX. Those are the best experiences for Top Gun. Okay. But I'm, again, this is also another sign that people do want to go to the movies and still want to go out to the theater yeah. and have that experience. And that is like, that's the best part for me. I, as someone who loves going to the theater, I was, I was worried that um, streaming was going to kind of kill that, but I was never worried. It's still, it's good that people want to go. I was out. never worried. And I haven't been to a movie since the Batman. That's funny. <laughs> I just haven't had time, but like, I love going to the movies. Dude, make a point this weekend to go see Top Gun. I just have so many other things to do. It's, it's just like my schedule has been kind of like back, backlogged and then like the weekend comes and you're like, I don't want to do <laughs> you're just like, I just want to relax. What you're going to be doing is sitting watching a movie, which you're probably going to do at home anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I got to catch up on Superman and Lois and all this stuff. Like, oh, I actually have TV. I got to catch up on all my TV shows. Oh, really quick. I have been, I caught up this past two days on The Offer, which is the Paramount show about the, how The Godfather that was woman? made. No, Pete. Paramount show on how The Godfather was made. Mm -hmm. It's. I think it's fantastic. It's, I love it how when you use hashtag the offer, it comes with a cannoli. <laughs> I know, but there's a reason for that. If you watch the show, there's a reason okay. for that. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, all the acting performances are are incredible. Matthew Good is. So you have Paramount Plus? No, I didn't get it. Legally, okay. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but I got my hands on it. Let's just put it that way, and. Uh, it's fantastic. You, I know, and since you love, you're Italian and you love the movies, mm -hmm. you'd probably appreciate it even more than okay. I do. Uh, I, it's on the list. It is on the list. So definitely, got, and everyone out there, if you haven't, if you've watched it, um, shoot me a, a, a message on Twitter, DM me or whatever about the show, because I really, really want to talk about it with people. And I don't know many people who have watched it because a lot of people don't have Paramount+. Plus. It's the one streaming service that I feel like nobody has, that and Peacock. Those are the two that nobody really has. So uh, if you guys definitely, if you're watching the offer, hit me up about it because it's it's been phenomenal. And Miles Teller, I said it's about Top Gun. I'll say this again. Mm -hmm. This guy should get more roles. He is a fantastic actor. He needs to be in more things. Wasted in the Fantastic Four. He, I'm telling you, that killed his career. That movie killed his career. That's thanks because uh, he was good. Yep. And Kate Mara, too. What has she done since Fantastic Four? That's kind of a bummer. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's the only one. He's the only one. Yep. That poor other guy. I don't even know his name. The one who played Thing. What was his name? Do we know? I do. I can't think of his name. Don't know what I he's do. done either since then. I forget what it is. But, uh, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito has, has been fine. He's had his Star Wars and The Boys. That's mm. another. Oh, I wrote up The Boys. First three episodes of The Boys dropped insane as ever like <laughs> so so insane i know the uh, zaddies love it 
Oh, dude, it was so insane. No, that's the good thing. They take sh- he they take shots at Marvel, they take shots at DC, they mm-hmm. get shots at everyone. They just don't give a damn, and it's it's great. It is so. First three episodes are so good, uh, setting up the, and outrageous as ever. Like there's the first five minutes of episode one is the craziest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Will you read the book because of this? I don't know. If I didn't start, I guess, why would I start now? I See, I'm weird about that because if you read the book and it's better, then I kind of get disappointed that I, that I read the book because then when I watched the Waste of Time, I'm like, it's not as good. So that's why I've never read the Harry Potter books. I just watch the movies because if I read the books and they're different or they're not as good or they're better, I'm going to be like, you know. So I don't know. I try not to, to do that. When years pass... Maybe I'll do that. Or if, or if what I watched is not as good, then I'll read the book because then I want to fill in the gaps or try and see where it went wrong. But what about you? Are you like that? Do you? Yeah. If I, if I, uh, I'll read. Yeah. That's how, um, that's why I got excited for why the last man, because I read the book. So I'm going to show walking dead. I watched the show. Really liked it. Went back and read the books. Love that. So yeah, I've done it. And does it change your opinion? No, they're different. They're different. I mean, like, oh, okay, they changed this. They did that. You know, especially like Walking Dead. I was like, oh, Kirkman. Like at one point, like Rick loses his hand, you know, right. and he never loses his hand in the show. You know, so like you could say, he, he's like, yeah, I made changes and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. Like it's a, it's a cool, it's cool to look and compare and make, mix and match. The one thing I, I started to do was Game of Thrones. I saw the first Game of Thrones. I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Then I got the book and I started to read it, but the book is creepy. I'll say that like the ages of the kids are much younger. So things that happen to them are much more jarring. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more creepy than, than the show. Obviously if they, they could not have made the show if they kept the kids at the certain age that they are. The uh, so that was the one thing I tried to do that with. And, and then damn some, the damn Brown movies I've done in the past. I read like angels and demons. I read after I saw the movie and Da Vinci code. I read after I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. So those kind Jaws, of I did it with Jaws. I yeah, watched I did the movie. Saw the, the book. Godfather, I did it with. Uh, trying to think, Blade Runner. It's yeah, Godfather. Blade Runner. That since you read the book and you saw the films, this show will even be uh, more. The offer will even be more along the lines of something you'd like. I read the Sicilian. That was a good book. The sequel to the Godfather. Because they talk about, they basically talk about the book. And then what the, what's changed in the book, what they kept in the book, why they made the changes they made. Okay. It's all involved in this in this show. And I'm again, trying to think of other things I did that with. Uh, the Eric Holzman experience, I wrote that book, but then I've kind of like lived <laughs> you it wrote with you. The book? <laughs> yeah. It's ongoing. It's not finished. It's it's not quite done, but I mean, it's it's. I, we're just waiting. It's going to be like you pay gets published. It's not going to be like a mass published book, but you know, you got to pay for publishing. But uh, yeah, you know. Can I see a copy? It's I, they're mailing it to me. I should have it soon. So I think. Do I get a copy? Since it's about me, can I can I read it? Of course, you can read okay. it, Eric. You're the inspiration of the book. Okay, I just want to know what what's out there about me. Yeah, if it's not. Um, libelous. No, no, no. the East Coast to the Gulf Coast. The Eric Holzman experience. A true Aquaman. His that life actually story. works because I lived in Tampa. That's a good pull. To I, Eric, That's I wrote a book about your life. <laughs> I think I know what's going on. That is fantastic. 
Oh. I'm the world's most renowned expert on the topic of Eric Holzman. You are? Yeah. Well. The Jaquaman. That's awesome, actually, that you are. I'm actually happy about that. Yeah, yeah. I can't not wait I'm flattered. to sell the movie rights. I am flattered. I really am flattered. I'm going to make you into a star of Uxesian <laughs> size. Oh, man. That's fantastic. You know, what else? you know what else is fantastic, gentlemen? Father's Day is just around the corner. and our What should we Mans- get our fathers for Father's Day? Well, I'm about to tell you that. Yes. Because our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking like daddy material this June. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. That's right. It's no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. So yes, all of you out there, all you guys out there who need this, use it. If you if your fathers are a little bit too hairy, because when you get older, you know, hair kind of just sprouts out of places that you never thought it would. I can tell you that from experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, buy your dad the whole package. You get the lawnmower 4.0. You get the ear trimmer, the ear and nose trimmer, which is called the weed whacker, which is fantastic. This is the greatest gift package of all time. It is. You get the crop preserver, which we've talked about as the ball deodorant, the yes. crop reviver toner. And now you get the performance boxer briefs and the travel bed, which they call the shed, uh, to hold everything in the shed. place. But it keeps everything in line. It does. That shed is awesome. It's a nice bag, too. It is. Really, it feels really nice. like almost like alligator skin. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it kind of got that cool design to it. It does. You're right. So if you're a father, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Buy one and each. The- don't share. <laughs> don't share. That's weird. Ladies, buy this for your man. Ladies, buy it for yourself. Yeah, that's true. Right? There you is. trim. Everyone trims. Women have hair. Men have hair. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. Humanscaped. <laughs> what? Humanscaped. <laughs> That's great. I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. So remember, guys, to get 20% off and free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Gotham. Shake what your mama gave you. Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Yeah, buddy. Shake, yeah. shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> Shake your balls. Wow. Your balls. Shake, shake, shake. Look at Pete improvising. Shake, shake, shake. Eric Holzman. Remix. Eric Holzman. (laughs) What? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, soft and seductive. I had J-Lo first. Hell yeah. Uh Uh-huh. All right. That's it. Oh, hold you. I think that's good. I think we're good. I think that's yeah. it. Let's cancel it. Show's canceled. Eric's canceled. <laughs> we're on. We're moving on. All right. Yeah. I think we're done. Wait, Galactus. Now we can finish. Got All Galactus right, Pete. So, so tell everyone where they can find Galactus and you. Uh, you can follow me at Eric Holzman for the people.com. <laughs> Eric is running for uh, Long Island Comptroller right now. What? So make sure that uh, you get your votes in for Eric. Eric Holzman for Long Island.com. A man for the people of the people with the people. Uh, you can follow me on social media. <laughs> 
That's Twitter, Instagram, and what? Zach Snyder's favorite platform bureau at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, the podcast you're listening to right now, straight out of Gotham, at straight underscore O underscore G on both uh, Instagram and Twitter, even though I haven't been very active on Instagram. Might just delete it. We don't use it. Do we need Instagram? Unless you're putting lots of photos up. No, no I don't, you don't put the articles there, right? So No. No. Okay. We're going to get rid of Instagram. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. That is a podcast that I co-host with the fabulous dynamic duo of sausage and meatball, Nico and Nicholas Caruso. Uh, we talk Spider-Man. We talk Italy. We talk pasta. It's all good. Uh, you can follow my reviews on BatmanOnFilm.com. I got reviews of Detective Comics, movies, interviews with Michael Houston, Tara Strong, Batman Film YouTube, toy reviews of Batman on Film YouTube. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval. Uh, just celebrating everything about the Oval because Keaton's back wearing it. And uh, whether it's on the big screen or the small screen, who cares? It's just back. And it's back in print too, so it's fun. Check out uh, World's Finest and Detective and all that jazz. Um, and I think that covers everything for the most part. Galactus, I mean, Eric, take it away. Thank you, my campaign manager. As you can see, he's looking out for me here, uh, trying to get my name out there. I love it. But if you guys want to hit me up personally, you know you can do that on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you can message me there if you want. You can also message the group in Straight Outta Gotham. If you're in the Straight Outta Gotham group on Facebook, you can message us there directly. Uh, we've been trying to be a little bit more active in there. So if you guys definitely start uh, interacting with us with with us there uh take shots at eric get them all fired fine. up it's always always a lot of fun if you <laughs> missed it if you missed it check out the sog tonight episode that i mentioned before earlier in the show that did on wednesday about obi-wan again thank you to nico Crusoe for joining me on that and talking about the first three episodes of the disney plus limited series obi-wan uh which streams every wednesday night oh sorry every wednesday not night every wednesday uh new episodes are coming which actually just three more weeks which is kind of sad but that's all they did. They only did six episodes. So we'll see what happens, <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Check out my new New York Knicks podcast. Uh, it's called All Nicked Up. We just dropped the second episode, which discusses the NBA draft and where the Knicks are at with in the process. We discuss a couple of the prospects they might be looking at. They have the 11th pick. So we get a little bit into that. And then we kind of preview the free agency episode we're going to be do- doing next. And you can check that out again everywhere you can find straight out of Gotham. Um, the all nicked up podcast is there as well. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else to mention. So, Ooxus. <laughs> so yes, no more Ooxus and facts. We're good on that front. So for Peter Vera, I am Eric Holzman. You are listening to straight out of Gotham and we will see you next time. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>